Good afternoon, Judith. Good afternoon, Sonia. Welcome to the Coaches Cup podcast. I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. And I'm Coach Judith Bender with the No BS Weight Loss Program. And today we are talking about a topic that we hear almost on the daily, right? From our clients, from just family members, friends. That's what I was thinking Um, about. People would come in contact with. It's on TV, social media. Find your, find your happy place. Yes. Finding (laughs) your happy place. Everybody wants this elusive place, right? Mm. Mm. they want what what is your happy place Uh, well you know what mine is right here I'm going to tell you it is my screensaver it is a sunset from my mountain and I'm going to tell you right now my happy place is a state of mind yeah and looking at this picture right now I totally can access it I was just there yesterday morning I was connecting with the earth and myself. It sounds so funny to say, but I really was doing it. This is just not my typical way of Uh speaking out loud, but it was really um, one of the nicest mornings I've had and so well deserved. And um, while it is a location for me, it is also heavily based on the state of mind that I can access when I'm outside in nature, um, in the sunshine, looking at the views. Yeah. So when, when you think about finding your happy place, what's the thing that keeps your, the people, the clients you coach, uh, what keeps them from finding their happy place? Looking in all the wrong places for it. Okay. And not knowing what, not knowing what they're looking for, right? Thinking. So you think it's my mountain. I think it's my mountain, Mm -hmm. but it's the state of mind that I create when I'm on the mountain. And I can create that anywhere else in my house. I can create it when I walk outside. And so the problem I see with, with many clients or friends and family is being in pursuit for this happy place externally. Mm -hmm. And again, not reflecting internally to what we're thinking at every moment of the day and the story we're telling ourselves because we all have opportunities. The only happy place is with yourself right now. Yeah. So many times I'll have uh, clients or maybe friends I'm talking to and they'll say, oh, if I just had a better job, if Mm. I just had a different thing. I don't know what, you know, it could be a different car. It could be a different partner. It could be a different calendar, a different (laughs) calendar. You know, if somebody, if I just had your parents or if I just had, you know, Mm -hmm. if I had your house, then that would, you, you, you know what I'm saying? I'd be happy too, right? They see someone happy with something. The grass is always greener Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that catch-all. Like yes. people just look and see the highlight reel, and think, "Yeah, well, I would be happy too if I had those shoes or that husband or this job, yes. if only." And it's very limiting. It's yeah. very limiting because it blocks you from seeing your happiness. It's a, that's available to you yeah. at any point in your day. 
And social media definitely makes it worse, I think, oh. or it, it increases the opportunity for looking externally for your happy place. Because what are you doing when you're when you're on social media? You're, you're buffering. In the, uh, right, you're in the house. <laughs> you're not living your best life. Right. <laughs> like it's, and you're admiring all the people who are out there living their best life. Yes. Out there doing the things who are putting themselves or taking the risks who are conquering the self-doubt, who are out there meeting the challenges of, of their life to get the results they want. Yes. Yes. So when you have clients who tell you they want to get to their happy place, they want to find their happy place, that that's what they've come to you for coaching. So they can find that inner peace. Mm -hmm. What do you tell them? Well, usually, you know, that's what they want. Mm -hmm. And then we'll start coaching and they will have stories about um, kind of in the victim mentality. They will have stories where they don't see themselves as um, being autonomous or capable of thinking independently, but very um, maybe enmeshed in a kind of the attachment, how they grew up or a story around parents. That's really very popular, especially in women our age, right? Like in right. their 50s, when you have aging parents mm-hmm. and the roles start reversing a little or demands, demands are changing. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't done this work, if you haven't cleaned up that space of who you want to be, the kind of kind of daughter you want to be, the role, how you, you know, with intention, these are all very coachable words that, that we use and you have to set your intention on who you want to be, then that's, that's the direction I would try to get my clients to is who do you want to be? Yeah. Because many times they're focused on how their parents should be. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's or, or how their spouse should be Mm -hmm. or how their children should be. Right. And then we're arguing with reality. Yes. Yes. And that's, you're never going to win. You cannot control the parents. You cannot control the children. You cannot control the spouse. Yeah. All that you have control is mastery of yourself and your own inner peace, finding your own inner wisdom. And that is the journey that we all embark on every day. Yeah. That's where peace lives. Mm -hmm. Accepting what is. Mm Mm-hmm not arguing, not trying to find more evidence for all the ways they've wronged you and create, creating a list of, (laughs) of the things that, Mm -hmm. but, but looking for what you have control over and that's you bottom line, you're going to, and it's going to feel like if you're listening, I'm thinking most of our clients or most of our listeners aren't, aren't having that aren't too enmeshed in that story that they are seeing at least some 50, 50, like can have glimpses of what they own. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would hope so. I mean, I think, I think if they've been listening to us for very long at all, mm-hmm. then, then they are aware of mm-hmm. the fact that you don't have to believe your thoughts, mm-hmm. that your brain lies to you on the daily to keep mm-hmm. you safe to keep you comfortable. And your brain's told you a story, especially if it's your parents, Mm. um, siblings, 
friends that you've had a long time, then the story is a accumulation based on not even accurate. It's not based on facts. Yeah. It's based on stories. And that's really super important to, to always reflect back on is people, what exactly did they say? What exactly did they do? And what were your thoughts? Yes. And hold that independently of a lifetime, Mm -hmm. lifetime of storytelling. Yeah, because that's that's what we're all walking around with a lifetime of storytelling and the practice of letting go of the past, because if we're living in the past or carrying old thoughts from the past, then we're not, again, showing up as our best self in in the present day, No, trying to, you know, redo the past. And we can't, we can, we can have a different version. That's a whole nother coaching thing. If you want to go back and rewrite your past. So many times I find that, that when people are focusing on all those shoulds, it's coming from their own place of either guilt or fear. Maybe they're fearing if it's with a parent, maybe they're fearing what's ahead Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, or maybe they feel guilty about something in their past. Mm -hmm. Either way, it's focused on that negative emotion. Right. And it's still, it's still very childlike. Yes. If you're having shoulds with parents, then, you know, I would question looking inward again, what, where did you get this story? Mm -hmm. Why can't you see your parents as independent people? Why are you still attached to this story? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's something that worked for you at some point. Many times Mm -hmm. it is, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, especially if it's something from childhood, it worked Mm -hmm. for you when you were a child mm-hmm. and it, you just never let it go. Mm-hmm. So it's still hanging around like a big rain cloud and you think it's mm-hmm. keeping you from your happy place. Yes, it's not. Yeah. It's not because the happy place, I mean, the world is happening around both of us right now. Yes. You and I both have circumstances going on and we're both, we're both here in the moment present in this moment finding our happy connecting, like you and I are making eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I like that connecting in this moment, being present, Mm -hmm. not worrying about any, what we should be doing, what we, because Mm -hmm. this is where we are. Mm -hmm. I was listening to, I think it was Carol Lowenthal's podcast. And she was talking about which I think is important to this story. Something like, like if someone has a negative thought about us, just say, if it's a parent uh-huh. that they're thinking of that thought all day long, yeah. just hammer down all day long. <laughs> I love we, that. <laughs> yes. we are the object of their, you know, thinking all day long. Yes. And the truth is they may think about you, but it's going to be more like a, I think she said a squirrel passing in front of the screen of the camera. Like it's yeah. just going to fly by. They're going to be like, Oh, Judith. Yeah, that's it. And that's not, that's not just parents, right? Mm. That's anybody. So many times I've had clients who think um, maybe it's a coworker, maybe, Mm. you know, that, and they think that they are the sole focus because they're focused in on it. They are just like tunnel vision focused on it. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. other person, mm, probably not. Yeah. 
because they're reading like that's super common. If you work, if you work in a space with a coworker yes. to, if you can't manage your thinking or your feelings to like take on their vibration, their right. energy, and then you start making it all about you and not being able to pull that apart. It takes some work y'all. Like yes. we can talk about that. I think we're pretty advanced mm-hmm. that we can talk about this with some I think that's why I'm smiling on this one because I've done this work. <laughs> it's not like my calendar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This feels very light and airy to me because I, I have been in the trenches and yes. I have done this work and I know in the moments when it comes to relationships, what is my responsibility, mm-hmm. who I want to be. And that no matter, no matter what I like, how I'm showing up yeah. for me first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is your happy place, being able to set aside all of those thoughts about what anybody else should be doing Mm -hmm. and focusing in on me. Uh, That's your indicator. First of all, if you're shooting, yes, if you're shooting on anyone, yourself, your parents, your coworkers, your kids, that is your, that is your pause ladies. That is your pause to okay, I just realized I just said my parents should be picking up the phone or, well, that's probably not a good one because we want them to be picking up the phone. So, but they should be, um, what's something parents should be doing? Buying my groceries. Uh, I don't their know. Own business. <laughs> they, should be, they should be minding their own business. When in fact, oh, that's, that's quite a story right there because really what if that's just their way of showing how much they love they, you? Yes, that's how they want to connect. But if you're thinking- they wish they would mind their own business Mm -hmm. that that has some story to it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a heavy story to carry around. It's hard to find your happy place. If that's the story you're carrying around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think first the work would be in, you know, maybe finding five minutes a day of your own space where you you're journaling, about something you've done well, something you like about yourself, um, being very introspective Uh on who you are and defining like, and thinking about your future self and, you know, your future self can be you in five minutes or five days or five years. And that's who we're always growing towards. And if you're in a relationship and you're shooting on this relationship, you're checking in, and you're thinking about the long term because in the, that's very shoulds are very in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. It's a very um, angry stance to be at. Well, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's also easy. You talked about future self. You can be in your happy place, mm-hmm. like right now. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can be in the next thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. A year from now, you can be in your happy place at any moment just by realizing that you're going to put away Mm -hmm. all of those shoulds. Our brains have shoulds. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to think that way. Mm -hmm. What am I going to focus on that brings me peace? That brings me that calm, happy place. Right. Kind of in that uh, next best thought, next best action. People have said words, parents have said, how are you doing today? And you notice you're thinking they wish they would mind their own business. Yeah. A better thought you could have, like, if you know, you've always said that thought, if you've always 
carried that around in your brain and you recognize that's normal for you, then you can just be like, okay, then let's just come back to the facts. Mm-hmm. The fact is they've said words and I could think, I can't remember the question I gave, but something like I'm doing great today. How that's how <laughs> yeah. I'm doing great. How are you? Like really appreciate And that's being in the present moment with it mm-hmm. and no baggage. Yes. Not buying into, well, I wonder why they're asking. Yes. They find out. Yes. Yeah. Which is so good. Yeah. Like our brains, like <laughs> so, so, um, so predictable, uh-huh. so predictable. And I guess I think like a monk has come into my mind, just wonder what's going on in their brains and have they mastered their thoughts and how, when they're with people, just being present in the moment, like a monk. That's my thought. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's why, I think that's why we attach it to a place because we want to be present. You know, that's how we physically situate ourselves Mm -hmm. because mine would be on the beach. Mm -hmm. You know, that would be, if I had to situate my happy place in a location, it would be on the beach, but it's the same thing. It's because I can make myself present. I can feel my toes in the sand, you know, I can feel the water washing up on me and I am there in that moment. I am not thinking about what anybody should be doing or Mm -hmm. why anyone isn't behaving the way I think they should be. Mm -hmm. It's always around that. If we can give that up, then we can be on a mountainside or on the beach or wherever Mm -hmm. your happy place is every day, every moment. Changing of the circumstance affords you and your brain an opportunity to think new thoughts, to open up and because you're not on autopilot. And if you like, you know, live next to your parents or, you know, or in close proximity and you have a pattern, something triggers a thought and you're already in that mindset of just be cautious, check in. What am I thinking about? what they just said, or why am I thinking that? Yeah. What could I think differently? But ch- changing circumstances alone doesn't, that's not no. what does it. No, that's a temporary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It definitely opens up an opportunity for awareness, mm-hmm. but that's not what makes the change. It just makes it that much sweeter. Mm-hmm. Your happy place. And when you do get to change the circumstance, because I, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It is, it is special. It just makes that all that much more special and why we want to get back to the beach or to the mountain or to nature or those moments, but it doesn't have to be only at the beach or on the mountain. Right. Right. We have that. We can bring it to us anytime. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything okay. you want to leave listeners with about their happy place? Practice. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Repetition. I we don't become masterful piano players sitting at the piano. We've got to actually put our fingers on the key and practice and thinking that this isn't for you. You can't do this and getting frustrated with any process, but no matter what you're working on, if it's weight loss, if it's better relationship with parents, better relationship with self, no matter what it, it is coming back to, it takes intentionality, Mm -hmm. awareness, and repetition. Yes. Take think Michael Jordan. What is that? He, in his career, he threw 90,000 shots and only 3000 of them were points. 
you know, in all his games, I'm not getting the numbers right, but it's something like that. But in our mind, right. When we think of Michael Jordan, we're all like, woo. Yeah. Wish I could be like Michael Jordan. Wish I could be like him. Yeah. He was on the court at 5 a.m. I don't know, somewhere I read all the things. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's the difference, right? Are you willing 10,000 hours is what Malcolm Gladwell in his book outliers, he's his Mm -hmm. research led to, it takes 10,000 hours to be proficient at something, to mm-hmm. be a master. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to put in 10,000 hours of practice mm-hmm. if it means being able to access your happy place at the end of it and along gonna, the way? I'm going to do a little math here. 24 times 365 equals. Okay. So there's only, that's eight eight thousand seven hundred and sixty hours in a year mm-hmm. and practice requires intentionality. So if you spent one hour a day, just think of how many years. And I say that not to overwhelm, but to help drop perspective. And it really comes down to those micro moments and managing your mind. Make it choice. (sighs) (laughs) I'll say minding, minding my moments, but you know, so there's 8,000 some hours, but if you looked at somebody and said, if you do one thing for the next year, you will be able to be yes. in your happy place whenever mm-hmm. you choose. Mm-hmm. How many people would say, sign me up for that? Right. Right. And that you sound just like Corinne when you said that, like if you lost one pound a month, because people complain about, oh, it's so slow losing one pound a month. But yeah. Would you be willing to lose one pound a month or four pounds a month and think about where you would be in one year yeah. and then you just keep going? It's all there is to it's it. Worth it. Cause here's the, what's, what do I want to say? The big reveal spoiler yeah. is that it comes back to today. We can only manage today, no matter what, if it's your weight, if it's your thinking about your weight, you're thinking about your parents. Mm-hmm. Have I already emphasized that enough today? No, no, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. In in this moment, what am I going to think? Because mm-hmm. you always have a choice. 100%. People don't make you think about them. Mm-hmm. Who do I want to be Yes. in this moment? Yeah. And there is your happy place. Yep. Every time. Just decide. And you might want to put it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. You might want to, you know, sketch off that five minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, and be intentional, taking care of yourself and your mental, mental space and the story you're telling yourself Yeah, to recover this. It is. It's so worth it. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go hike in the morning. I'm going, I'm <laughs> so I've decided here's my fun place. I'm going to, my happy place is going to be visited on my calendar. I'll be leaving the house about 7 20 in the morning. I can still go hike and come home coach. There you go. Put me like first. A, sounds like a plan. Yeah. All right. If you're looking for coaching, you can find me to coach you on your happy place <laughs> at soniagreencoaching.com or at Sonia S-O-N-Y-A underscore green coaching on Instagram. And you can find me with no BS weight loss program. I am a coach over there and um, I would be happy to coach you too, but you can find me on Instagram. uh, Just Judy. 
right? J-U-S-T, J-U-D-I-E. And a lot of times you, you'll even show pictures of your happy place, won't you? I'm going to get better at that. I, can't I think I say this every week. No, I, I think you do show uh, pictures of your happy I, place. You're going to have to check my stories. I, I don't know. I need to. I need to. I want to work on sharing, but I actually have the thought. I don't want to share it too much because there used to be no one on my happy place. And now there's cars <laughs> from California and Georgia and Texas. And I'm like, wait a minute. Everybody's finding my happy Everybody's place. Everybody's finding it. This was just used to just be my mountain. Yes. Yeah. Not really willing to share it. So if I get you there don't early, have to name it. If I get there early, I get it all to myself. There you it's go. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So we would love to have a review from you for of the podcast. Yes. Tell question. us about your happy place. Yes. Yes. Ooh, that would be lovely. Tell us where do you have a physical location for your happy place? Mm-hmm. Tell us that this week. Um, a place that I always forget that you can share this information. We have a Facebook page. Oh my God. The Coach's so- Cut Podcast. I never remember to say that. Go there and tell us where your happy place is. That would be so fun. Yeah. Post a picture too. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's fill up our it. Facebook page with happy, happy places. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy places and happy faces. Yeah, that's what um, I said. My eyes hurt from smiling, Sonia. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.